Hello, and welcome to the Yosemite Area Creatives Podcast. My name is Tom Shiavon, and I'm recording from Yosemite Cowork in Oakhurst, California. I'll be your host as we yak with artists and artisans from the picturesque Sierra Mountains surrounding Yosemite National Park. Yosemite Cowork is designed for people who work from home, entrepreneurs, and anyone else who wants to get work done without distractions. The space features standard desks, an upgraded desk with monitor and dock, and a conference room that can be reserved for calls or private meetings. Customers can work from just a few hours to a full day, and monthly plans allow unlimited, 24-7 access to the office and discounted conference room reservations. With 250 megabit internet in a quiet environment, it's a perfect place to take conference calls, perform high bandwidth tasks, or just be able to focus on a project. Included in any pass is free reverent coffee, Tazo tea, and bottled water, as well as printing, scanning, or faxing. Whether you just need to take a few calls or to escape from the kids long enough to finish a task, Yosemite Cowork is an ideal place to get work done. Interested in learning more? Visit YosemiteCowork.com to view pictures of the space and see pricing options. All right. So today we're talking with Savannah Padilla. Um, so why don't we start out with uh, how long you've been in the area and what it is about it that you love? Well, um, I've lived here about, I want to say, eight years now. Um, and I mean, what isn't to love here? <laughs> I mean, right, it's the yeah. mountains, the trees, the animals, um, the privacy. Privacy. That's a that's a that's a good one because I don't think anybody's ever brought that one up yet. But yeah. because but there is, it is a very private area, and it's. I lived in the Bay Area for a little while before oh, this, sorry. and yeah, we were like on this corner, and we shared a background our backyard with like seven people, mm-hmm. like where our our backyard touched theirs, and so there was lots of. Um, one family would have parties till like oh. one o'clock in the morning yeah. and they, they like really loud bass music. So yeah, I, I grew up on um, a little bit of acreage. Okay. And so I, I like that space. And when we came here, I mean, it was like, there's times we've forgotten to lock our cars. Um, you know, yeah. you, you don't have to worry about people in your backyard or, you know, looking through your things, just they kind of mind their own business and that's our kind of people. Yeah, that's nice. So full disclosure, uh, I think that one of the first times we talked was when I was buying some art from you. Mm-hmm. And so I've got really cool kind of resin and wood crosses. Um, and so it seems like a lot of your work incorporates that, the wood and the resin together. Um, is there any significance for you to combining those media? Um, and also, I'd love to know, like, where do you get the bits of wood? Because they're just really, they're cool. <laughs> So most of my wood, um, all of my wood is recycled or donated to me. Um, I've been really lucky to have, you know, friends and um, just people in the community that are like, oh, you do woodworking? I've got like a ton in my backyard. I'll cut up for you. You know, that's been just a super, I'm I'm really grateful for that. And just our community in general, how grateful and supportive, um, how encouraging they are. Um, With the wood and resin, Honestly, that there's no significance. Um, that's just something that kind of happened. Um, I went through when I decided I wanted to start making money with my art. Um, 
there was an array of things I went through. Um, you know, I started out, I've always done realism drawing, um, and I started doing that. And then I realized I didn't want to do that for money. <laughs> it takes too long. Right. Um, I went into landscape painting for a while. I sold a couple of those. Um, and then I kind of just started playing around with tools, um, went into woodworking. And the resin actually happened on accident because I was looking up... Um, the best varnishes for my paintings and one site or something recommended resin and I tried it on that on my painting and then I realized this would look really cool if I painted on wood and put resin over it and made it so glossy and then it just kind of went from there <laughs> no that's cool I, I mean I love them they're really interesting when you go to your website mm -hmm. um, which I'll make sure to link um it's just really cool how it brings a, a different pop of color or just kind of a different feel or a life to the, some of the works. Yeah. It, I mean, it really does the work for you. <laughs> you can't yeah. really make resin look bad. Yeah. It's really well, I love cool. like on your website, there was uh, like coasters that it looked like the disc was kind of broken mm -hmm. and the resin filled those spots. So it kind of like was holding it together. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I literally took um, the cut pieces of the black locust and I hammered it <laughs> uh -huh. to break them. And then I just filled it back in with the resin. <laughs> so intentionally broken. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you're planning a piece, um, obviously they look really cool. Mm -hmm. But is there anything that you're usually trying to do other than just like, oh, this will look cool? Like, is there some kind of interesting piece of yourself that you try to bring into that? I always try to incorporate... Um, our natural environment. Um, that's kind of my theme. I like, you know, our different types of pine trees. I usually put, um, you know, leaves from, you know, our own backyard or from the forest. I'll put those in the resin. Um, I, I really just try to capture something local, something part of our natural environment here, um, because that's, you know, it's so easy that way. Mm. I mean, if I want colors for a sunset, I can walk outside and watch the sunset. <laughs> right. So it, it really does, does it all. Yeah. It, Yosemite is a weird area and that like, you can see the same photo of the same place, right? Let's mm -hmm. say like from tunnel view mm -hmm. and it'll look a hundred different ways in a hundred different pictures yeah. and the colors and the, just the, the feel of it is so different. So that's cool to kind of like capture like just almost a moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. And I can, I mean, you can look up, you can Google tunnel view <laughs> El yeah. Cap, and there's thousands of yeah. different colors, sunset, sunrise perspectives. Yeah. I try to do some photography and then every time I go on Facebook and I'm like looking at the Yosemite photography, I was like, I just give up. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> how do you even come close to some of these? Um, so I do want to, uh, I do want to say that I noticed on one of your Instagram posts, the hashtag weld porn. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I can confirm that it is safe for work, uh, for anybody who's listening. Um, but it's a, it's a really captivating rabbit trail to head down on Instagram. But, mm -hmm. um, I'd love to hear, you know, how you got into that. Um, I know some of your works like on Instagram, I saw the, the drink holders for the Yosemite Mountain Sugar Pine Railroad, which is a, a mouthful. Um, they have some fun details, like there's a railroad tie that joins the two sides together. So um, the welding is kind of an unusual 
thing to pair with like resin art and stuff like that. So how'd you get into that and, and kind of what's some of the story there? Yeah. Um, again, I'm a very, just go with the flow person, I guess. <laughs> there's no, there's no, um, relation there. I did the wooden resin work. Um, and then I just, I mean, I enjoy learning new things and I was wanting something else separate from the wooden resin to also incorporate into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that mostly started with, um, I made a, well, I think the first thing I made was a stool, okay. which is also on my Instagram. And then I eventually built that up into um, a table I made. So the top of the table is a big slab of walnut. Um, and I painted and put resin on that. And then I welded um, table legs onto um, underneath it. And I incorporated the L cap tunnel view and everything still yeah. with the welding. Um, and so those are two things where I keep them separate with the intention of bringing them together in that way. Yeah, I noticed that. I love that on the the legs on the one side. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think that's like actually like a landscape <laughs> that's been like cut out in metal and like welded to it. Um, that was really cool. So like, how did that start? Like, obviously nobody has just welding stuff laying <laughs> around, right? Yeah. So like there was some intentionality there. Like, mm-hmm. how did you... Um, how did you get started with it? Did somebody have some equipment and you got to try it? Or did you just like go all in and be like, I'm just going to buy a bunch of welding stuff on Amazon and yeah. go for it? <laughs> yeah, I would not trust welding equipment from Amazon. Okay, well, that's, that's good to know in case I get into it. <laughs> no, I was just, um, again, really lucky to, um, my mom knew someone who knew someone. Um, and I ended up with this really great mentor um, who's been welding his whole life, basically. Um, and he was willing to take me in and say, I'll teach you whatever you want to know. It's a great trade to learn and you can incorporate it into whatever you want. So, um, yeah, he taught me, he taught me MIG, TIG, um, everything about fabrication. He put me through projects to teach me each step of it. So that that's basically how I got into it until recently where I bought my own welder and I've been, you know, practicing on my own now and working that into the art I sell. That's pretty awesome. I, I, the, all this stuff on your website is, is cool. And it's just like so different, but, um, it's really exciting. Um, okay. So you don't just put resin in a, a natural wood scar. Um, some of them you've used a wood burning pen and I can remember as a child, uh, I had one and I discovered my lack of artistic ability using that. And I was like, <laughs> I just, I don't know what I'm doing here and it looks really stupid, but you've got some really great detail on your works. There's some of the, the deer and things like that, but the, the Fresno flats sign, um, has a really cool, good, uh, recreation of the little village down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk a little bit about that and how did that project come about? And um, that's kind of a cool commission um, for a, a landmark in our area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Paul is actually um, the president of Fresno Flats, I believe. Um, he's actually given me a ton of wood, <laughs> walnut, manzanita, black locust. And um, when I first started with the Mountain Artisans um, Market, I, that's where I sell art. Um, I brought it up just as a thank you because he's always giving me wood that he had to chop down anyway. Um, I was like, if there's any type of wood sign or wood platform, whatever that you would like me to make, I'll just 
you know, do it as a thank you because of what, um, how they've supported me in my art. Um, and that's how they came up with, they really need an entrance sign. <laughs> so, um, he actually gave me the picture of the village, um, and what I did was I drew that back onto multiple tracing papers taped together. And then I put that onto more trace onto carbon paper in order to put it on the wood in the size that I want. Um, and then I hand burned it, the whole thing. So the whole thing's hand burned. Wow. That's... <laughs> yeah, it, it took a good while. <laughs> yeah, it's really detailed. Like it's not like big strokes. It's yeah. there's a lot of little um a lot of detail in there. Yeah, I wanted I wanted it to get all of that so when people look at it they're actually like, "Hey, that's here. That's the actual, you know, the actual park." So Yeah, it's really It was fun. It's really cool. <laughs> so, I'm wondering, all right, so we got the welding backstory. Mm-hmm. So, the woodworking backstory, is that like something a lot of people are not into like just picking up welding or woodworking or whatever. Like when you get a piece of wood, do you usually use it like in its natural state or do you do some kind of changing it or cutting it or doing something like that to kind of match what the vision is in your mind? I try to keep it as natural as I can. If there's um, pockets or things I need to chisel out, um, I like to fill those with resin as they are or, you know, whatever I'm doing with it. Um, The only things I really cut is to make it smaller or to reshape it into something that fits the rest of the piece. So. Okay, cool. Um, so one of the pieces that I noticed on your website is the L cap engraved resin piece. And so I don't think I've actually seen something like that before, right? I've seen a lot of like tabletops or cutting boards or something like that, where it's very two dimensional. Um, whereas that has like a three dimensional aspect of it. It's almost like a photograph with in a frame of, uh, L cap. And then, um, there's, there's, uh, like perspective there. There's some distance between the front and the back and the resin and the wood. Um, so like, how did, how did you come up with that idea? Cause it's just a really cool thing that I haven't really seen before. Yeah. So that's a whole story of its own. <laughs> um, I, I met a man at one of the markets, um, Tom Ingram, and he gave me this beautiful commission order of um, a very big L cap um, board. And what I did on that is he really wanted to capture the tunnel view because he grew up here. He said, it makes me think of when I was a child and, you know, spending so much time in Yosemite. And and he wanted me to basically get tunnel view. And then what I did was um, I, I carved out the whole tunnel view, and then I made the entire sky resin. And I um, I did it all in this turquoise and orange and matching a real picture that I found. And he ended up liking that so much, he commissioned me to do a jumbo one. <laughs> so I made an even bigger one, and this time I did it um, from the night view. So it's all in purple, black, white, um, and then I did kind of a galaxy vibe for the sky. And... Um, and when I gave him that one, he's he's an artist too. I believe he's a painter. And when I gave him that one, um, he was like, you know, it'd be a really cool idea is instead of painting 
the highlights of the mountains. What if you carve them out? <laughs> and so that's how that one came about. Um, I actually had um, Robbie from Candid Concrete. He actually made the frame for me. And then um, I carved out El Cap and Cathedral Rocks and Half Dome. And then I engraved through it um, in order to fill resin into the parts that I was carving out. So it made that shadow highlight just in itself. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> I understood about a third of what was actually going on there, but the finished project is really uh, is really cool. Thank you. Okay, so now shifting gears again, uh, there's a lot of different things that you do, um, and that's really cool to see them on your website. It's kind of like in little buckets, so they're easy to 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 view them. Um, but some of the most interesting pieces are the bread knife and letter openers. They're like a resin. They've got the wood. Um, incorporated. So how did you get an idea for those? Because they look like legitimate knives, but they're in resin. Yeah. Um, honestly, I can't remember what the first thing <laughs> I made in regards to those, but um, I basically thought it was really cool that I could make knives out of resin. And obviously they're not fully functional as knives, but I started with the letter openers and that began with... Um, mimicking actual knife um, designs but then calling them letter openers so I have like a walnut um, punch dagger that's a letter opener obviously they're not you know mm -hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend them for self-defense or anything right, right. but yeah they look like real knife styles um, they're just out of resin and wood um, and then I found someone that was making uh, like cheese knives I was like okay well what if I made like the cheese knives that I've seen but I serrated the edge and made them a little bigger for bread knives. And I also love bread. So I had plenty to test them out on, you right, know. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of one of those things, again, that I tried out because I thought it was cool. <laughs> and I went with it. So. And how do you create the molds for those? Do you carve them? Like what is... What do you use actually for the mold? Because they're detailed and there's a lot of different versions, right? It's not like you just made one mold and you just keep filling it up. So I don't use molds. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So what I did, um, I used to just pour them into rectangles. Okay. And I would grind and carve them down from that. And then uh, my welding mentor actually had the idea that um, what if we welded some flat bar into the shape of the knife? So I could pour it into the shape of the knife. And then from there, I just have to grind the handle shape and thin out the, the blade mm -hmm. and then do all the serrating by um, by hand with the Dremel. And so that helped a little bit. But yeah, I have I have like a, a flat bar, um, a flat piece of metal bent into the shape of a knife okay. to pour the resin into. Okay, that's <laughs> that's cool. I'm learning all kinds. Every time I do one of these, I learn because I, I know... I do writing, mm -hmm. uh, I do a little bit of photography, but I'm not good at all the technical stuff. So this is really fun for me to like hear <laughs> how these things come about because I really have no idea. Although I have been getting sucked into lately, like on Facebook reels or whatever they call them, right? Mm -hmm. Like these, yeah. like, oh my gosh, what are they welding, right? Like it's gonna be, and then it's always not as cool at the end. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you're like, that's five minutes of my life. I'll never get back. But, um, it happens. To the yeah. Rest of us. Yeah. They, they do suck you in. Um, all right. So we've talked about resin. We've talked about welding. We've talked about woodworking and, uh, burning and, uh, a lot of different things. So what's, 
a technique or media maybe that doesn't show up on your Instagram or your website that uh, people might be surprised? <laughs> um, so I do crocheting, um, and that's something where I don't want to make money off of it. It's something that I just, you know, a mind-clearing activity. Um, but yeah, I, I recently got into that kind of. I tried knitting once, and that was just way too much coordination for me. Um, but I've, I've made some sweaters and scarves and, um, I recently made a friend of mine, um, matching ear warmers. Um, but yeah, that's just something I, I sit down at night to watch TV and I crochet because I have a really hard time sitting still and not doing something. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's another side, side thing that makes no sense with the rest. That's that's a much better option. I usually watch TV and like play video games on my phone, which is far less productive. So like you're making clothing and I'm I'm uh, matching candies. So you win definitely. So you're usually at the um the market? Um right now I just do the Mountain Artisans market. That works really well for me. Um I know everyone. They're a super cool group to work with. Um, that next market, they run the third Saturday of every month, um, starting March through December. And you also <laughs> had your website, um, that has a listing of what you have available, mm -hmm. which I think I'm going to try to buy some of your, uh, coasters, which are really cool. There's a list of things there. People can see what you have commissioned. Um, they can see what you have done before and what you have available now for sale. Yeah, I have a whole page of just my in-stock products at the moment. And then I have a picture of almost every other thing I've made. So when people want custom orders, they can kind of get an idea of what I've done, what they can mismatch and that sort of thing. Yeah, the commissions page is really neat because there's a lot of stuff that's really different there. You've got uh, the one that was really cool was like the was like an American flag with like, was it a Mexican flag in yeah. the middle? Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff on there that's... Uh, that's different from the other stuff on there, right? Like there's a lot of um, variety there. And so obviously you're very capable of taking somebody's vision and turning that into reality. I like that. It was like a clock and it was like more red and it had manzanita in it, Man didn't it? Yeah. That one was really cool because the the pieces of wood in it were really um, unique and just had cool shapes. So it just made the whole thing look really cool. Yeah, that's actually from um, a friend of mine, Adam. And he has bought, I mean, he's constantly ordering something. It's really cool. He's like, I just want to fill my house with art. So whatever you want to make me, I'll, I'll buy it, you know? And so he's gotten, um, I'm actually working on another commission for him right now. It's a huge, like three and a half foot board um, that I'm burning an entire like gnome in the forest scene on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and he always just has these like, here's, kind of what I want. Here's something I want in it. And then otherwise it's yours, you know, take over. That must be fun to be able to just like run with it, right? It is. Yeah. I like having that starting point and then just kind of growing it from there. It's really fun. That's fun. Well, Savannah, it's been awesome talking with you. I feel like I've learned a lot about how things even come about. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope people really enjoy this conversation. Um, it's been really fun to talk to you and uh Hopefully some people come out and see your stuff and, and buy some stuff at the market. Yeah, thank you. And if you want to learn how to weld, I'll teach you. Okay. All right. <laughs> so it is on uh, record now. Um, <laughs> we have this documented. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you.